Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode two of the World of Brick Films podcast. I'm your host, William of AW Studios. Joins me today is my co-host and good friend, Raphael of Blacksmith Films. Hey, what's up, guys? And today we don't have one, but uh, two guests. We've got uh, Greg and Gary Moore of uh, Trick or Brick. Hey, how's it going? That was, that was Greg talking. <laughs> this is Gary. Yeah. <laughs> what's up? Yeah. So... Um, uh, just like uh, our previous guest, you've been um, animating since 2007, is that right? Yeah, uh, yeah, around there. Yeah. I think like, yeah. I don't know, 2006, 2007, I don't really remember when we exactly got started, but 2007 is when we uploaded our sh- first video on YouTube, so yeah. Nice. So how do you kind of come across brick filming? How did, you know? Um, well, I think it was mainly the Lego Star Wars movie making contest. Like that was that was in like the Lego magazine and we were like, Well, what's this? And then we just I don't know. We I think yeah, I go think ahead. we got into it before that. I think we found some videos on like that website Brick Shelf, like some stop motion stuff. We're like, Well, that's so cool. Like we should try that ourselves. Yeah. And I think I don't know where we found out about brickfilms.com. We found that eventually and started like watching a bunch of the videos in the directory. But um yeah, I remember finding like boxed in or old scratch or whatever his videos and watching it like a lot of those but yeah, i'm not sure what like what the first video we saw was but yeah but buxton and old scratch or like oblong or oh yeah chris salt yeah, yeah. Okay. all his names he has like four different names yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah out of time stuff like yeah, that his stuff is pretty good yeah out of time I, yeah 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 i think last week you guys were talking about uh what's it called the the spite your face stuff yeah, I think yeah. we watched those at some point too. I yeah. don't know if that was before we found brickfilms.com or after, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. Han Solo Affair, and I remember the Spider-Man one a lot. Those, the yeah. Doc Ock, those were all yeah. really cool. And I think, um, I don't know, because we had been making stuff with like just like a regular camera, like just a not not a webcam. It was And it wasn't attached to our computer. We were just filming, taking pictures of, of Legos and like, I don't know just animating blind kind of mm-hmm. and uh i think we we've switched over to the logitech for the contest and like yeah yeah i remember we bought the logitech quick cam pro 4000 uh for the like uh lego star wars movie making contest and then i think after that we like went on bricks brick films i mean i don't know we i think we'd already been on brick films when the contest was going yeah but then like we started getting like people would tell us how to fix our settings and how to um just make everything better and yeah that was cool yeah the we made a video for the lego stars yeah movie making contest and that was like our first like real video yeah. <laughs> the first one we we're kind of trying to like make it have sound effects and yeah. voices and stuff like that because all our videos before that were just like silent films with like at like a really low frame rate and yeah uh just with like music over them so yeah all right that's how we all started <laughs> yeah, yeah. We actually got our friend to edit that video for us and he knew about like video editing. So that video was actually like a lot better than like probably our next video that we made, we made in just like Windows Movie Maker. So that video had like some good sound effects and good like, I don't know, it was good, I think, because our friend helped us edit it, but yeah. Cool. So uh, yeah, I think one of the things I really admire about uh, your work is the, your use of uh, practical effects. And there's some like really creative stuff, especially in um, uh, the front, uh, like the use of, um, the, the gunshots and uh, I think I, I, I spoke I, I talked about it briefly in the previous episode about the you know using bricks uh, you know for like the actual gunshot like explosion and that kind of stuff um, yeah I find that really interesting um, 
So do you try as um, like you know using as many practical effects as you can in your projects? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think there was some part, there was somewhere along the way when I was just like, I don't want to. I think okay. So we made that video Kensington like mm -hmm. a while ago, and we did a lot of uh, we tried a lot of like uh, green screening and like CGI stuff kind of, and um, we like it was cool because we worked with like people from Bricks Emotion and or from Brick, Brick, Films. Brick Films back then. That time, yeah, but. Um, and like they helped us out doing all that stuff, but all of it we weren't really super happy with like how we ended yeah. up making it. Like it looked kind of, mm -hmm. it all looked kind of fake, you know. And the green screening especially was really bad. I thought, like, <laughs> I mean, because we didn't we didn't really shoot it right for green screening. We didn't light it well enough, and yeah. So uh, eventually, we just like we're kind of like I think I was like I don't I want to make stuff that is just like in camera or whatever. And then I think um, I don't know a while later. That video, the taste of victory, is where we really started doing like everything in camera. Like we we tried doing like you know explosions like and, explosions yeah. and like bullet shells flying out of a gun with just in camera. And I mean, we use like masking, of course, but um, masking is like I don't even consider masking like an effect. It's just yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, and we just I don't know why like I got into that. I don't know if it was like. Because people always talk about how, like, you know, CGI is not as good as practical effects in like in like live action movies. But I don't know if it was. I don't know if that's why I got into just making stuff practical. But yeah, I definitely. I still kind of have that today, where I'm like, if it's not practical, we're not doing it. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do find that kind of stuff really interesting because you know, you did. There is a lot of creativity in in coming up with how you're going to make uh, an effect. You know, look and all that kind of stuff. And and. Like um, my my experience with you know working on things like like green screen, I've done it in the past, and I've really not like been that into it because I just find it really difficult to do well. Mm -hmm. um, all yeah. these things you got to work out. I just think it's so much easier just to and, and in the end it looks better just to make it practical. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I think what helps too is if you have like a powerhouse program like After Effects, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. um, the biggest thing is like lighting and green screens. Just like any skill, I think takes a lot of practice. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want to try out stuff like green screen again because I think it could be pretty cool if you had a good like background. But um, yeah, yeah. I think you have to put a lot of time into it. A lot of a lot of effects seem kind of rushed, like that you see. And like, yeah, you have you have to light it well, and you have to. I don't know, like, because there is good green screening. Like, I think like Zach Macias did some really good. Uh, green screening for like some Guardians of the Galaxy collaboration video. I remember thinking that looked really yeah. good. And some people can do it really well. And like Jay Silver, that video, the journey that he made, like yeah. I think oh, he might have yeah. just masked it all out by hand. But like that video is so well composited, everything. So like you can do it really well. It just depends on you got to put yeah. the time in. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think it comes from like experience and having the right software and that kind of stuff. And if you don't have that, then it's very difficult to do right. Um, yeah. But one of the one of the things that I found like the problem I had was that um, we said a lot of brick films, you know, a lot of brick films do this. Like they make the mistake of if the um, like the the horizon, if that's out of focus and the green screen is in focus, it looks really weird. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And that's kind of the, like I think that's one of the things you you have to learn to get right is if the um if the background if the horizon is actually out of focus you've got to blur the, the yeah background. right yeah yeah I think like um 
I don't know, talking about the Jay Silver video, like the journey, like that video has like a weird like style where it's kind of, it kind of seems like everything is just always in focus. And like, you can kind of tell it's composited, but it's just like so cleanly composited that like, and it, it just like works. I feel like the look of it. Yeah. I don't know. It almost feels like just a cartoon, like a, like a flash animation almost, or yeah, more yeah. than like a regular stop motion. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, one of the things that I noticed with using a webcam, because uh, I use a C920, um, mm-hmm. is that um, the picture quality is very good, but you, I'm constantly having to uh, adjust the focus mm-hmm. um, because uh, you, it's really hard to, to keep, you know, because it's it, like, keeping everything in focus is just almost impossible, really. There's always going to be something out of focus. Whereas, like, with uh, a lot of, like, um, like, DCLRs and stuff, you can actually get that effect of making everything look clear and in focus yeah that's definitely something you can't really do um particularly with a webcam oh yeah right yeah for sure yeah i think it depends on the lenses you have also because like i don't know if you have some lenses can focus like keep really deep focus and then other ones are more shallow and it depends on Mm -hmm. i mean it depends on the settings you'd have to take the exposure would have to be a lot longer but yeah yeah, that's kind of technical yeah Well, it's like the depth of field, right, on the DSLR. Mm-hmm. Um, but then with the depth of field, like you said, you have to either hire the ISO or just the length of the exposure. But mm-hmm. ISO is like only on certain cameras you can do that and get away with it. Right, yeah. Because, so uh, you know, for you, you uh, used um, a, a quick cam pro, didn't you, for uh, quite a few yeah, years? Yeah, yeah for like, yeah, really long. I think we used it for like nine years or something. But um, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. How did you find the switch from the quick cram um, to the DCLR? Yeah, it was. Um, it's like I don't know. I mean, I think I never really wanted to like buy like a nicer webcam. I was always like, I just want to go straight to the DSLR, and like um, eventually I had enough money to do that, uh, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do it. But then like once I had the DSLR, I was kind of like, I don't really want to try to just you know animate blind or like you know, try using some like little software on the computer. That's not, that's not dragon frame. Basically. I basically was like, okay, I, sh- I should probably just get dragon frame because dragon frame is like, it's a lot like monkey jam. It's just, I mean, it's a lot better, but it's like, it has all the same capabilities. So it wasn't that hard of a switch because I got the, I got the software pretty soon after getting the camera. And then, um, it was pretty similar just using that program. And I think like the main thing was just trying to like, uh, well, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff, but like uh, one thing that's funny about it is like with the with only like 640 by 480, like that's the resolution of the Logitech QuickCam Pro 4000. Um, that one is like uh, like it's so it's so low res. I feel like that you don't have to be as precise with your animations because like you know if you animate something and like it's a little bit off, it doesn't really matter that much because the camera is so low res because like the pixels can't even see that little detail or whatever. So like I think once I started animating with the DSLR, it was a little bit. It wasn't really hard, but like just like I think the animation is a little bit less like. You had smooth. to make adjust a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I don't really feel like I had to adjust, but like I think you can just. It's like it's so high res that like every little bump you can see it, and I actually kind of like that. Like it looks, it gives it more like I don't know. It makes it look cool. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if there's like a a little hair on your uh, one of your Lego guys' heads oh, yeah. or whatever, like you can see it. Yeah, every piece of dust and like yeah. dead skin and gross stuff like that is all—it's all on the, <laughs> all in the picture. Yeah, it's, well, it's kind of funny because like um, I, 
I used to use, uh, I don't even know what it was called because it was a, this web, webcam I originally used actually came with the software that I have. Um, I don't think it even had a name. It was just, it was just like, yeah, it was, it was made by a company that made the software. Um, and I used that for a year. And then I, in 2016, I transitioned, uh, I got the C920. And I think that's probably made, made the biggest difference for me because mm -hmm. I paid much more attention than on uh, making it, you know, making the animation look better and all that kind of stuff. Because but I think like, you know, I, I, that was probably, yeah, I think that was probably the biggest difference um, for me, really. Because I, I managed to notice much more things. Like you said, the, the tiniest little details that you just mm -hmm. wouldn't notice beforehand. I mean, even um, like adjusting the focus, because when you've got, when you're working with a much lower resolution, it's hard to adjust a focus in a way that it actually is like in focus. I mean, it yeah. always looks focused. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I think sometimes I would just forget to focus it when I was using the uh, the old Logitech Quick Camera, and like I think I would just be like, oh well, it doesn't really look that different than it, it is in focus. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's harder to focus with those webcams because sometimes, like for me. It's like once you use a DSLR, it's like you just can't go back because you're like, man, the focus looks so weird. It's hard to tell if it's even in focus because the quality is not like that great, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. So, you know what's actually, yeah. Well, actually pretty funny. It was that actually, um, I actually forgot about it, but the old uh, webcam I used to use, you couldn't mm -hmm. actually adjust the focus on your computer. You had to adjust the focus on the webcam itself. Yeah. That's... If you had to, if you were going to adjust the focus, you'd have to move the camera in order to actually adjust this. So I never, I never hardly ever adjusted the focus. <laughs> yeah, that's how the, the QuickCam Pro 4000 is. It's yeah. really yeah. weird that they made a webcam like that. Like that webcam was like really good for Lego animation, but it's like, why did they make this? Like, yeah. Who would use this? Who would just use this as like a regular webcam? It has like a right. manual focus. I don't know. And it had the little holes in the side that you could put like Lego pieces in. Yeah, was, they fit like perfect. perfectly the yeah. Lego pieces. Yeah, <laughs> I still well, like, also, like Lego fits in so much stuff that um, right. you know it's kind of like you know they weren't making it for that, but it's like right. Lego just works with everything. Kind of. Does yeah. it fit in a DSLR though? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I made, I just made actually a like. A stand for it or a rig? Yeah, a stand out of oh, Lego really? for my DSLR. Oh, that's cool, yeah. I kind of want to do that, yeah. The thing that I do like about uh, webcams is that yeah. you can, like, you can kind of get closer to the Lego stuff because they're they're smaller a lot of times, and mm -hmm. you can you can get right in there. Like the yeah. shot in your uh, firing line video, William, like that part is cool because you're, like, you're right with the people walking right behind them, and I like stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's one of the, the like the biggest like um, benefits from using a webcam is just how close you can, you know, you can, you know, put your put the the, the figures, you know, your characters to the actual uh, camera. And I think right. I imagine that's a really hard to do right with like a like a you know DSLR because yeah. it's such a big. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that I like. I didn't really notice at first, but like as I've like compared like the cinematography and like our current stuff with like our older stuff like our older stuff had a lot more camera movement and there was kind of a lot more like really close up like they weren't like i couldn't actually get as close i feel like but like or i don't know it's like i would there was more like depth because like i would be like really close to one minifig and then like there would be like a minifig in the distance and like it wouldn't just be like a zoomed in picture it would be like i was actually really close to that guy and i don't know it's kind of 
Yeah. I don't know. There was more depth because you're actually right with the minifigs. And I don't know. It was easier to do camera movement because the camera wasn't like super heavy. And I don't know. I don't have a very good tripod. I need to get a better tripod for my DSLR. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, I find that like with a DSLR, I do much more um, like side to side pans or like from above to down pans because it's easier with like the handle on it. But with mm-hmm. on the tripod, but like with a webcam, it's like you can do anything you want kind of and you can make your own rig for like, you know, um, just literally like straight side to side pans because with the DSLR, it's kind of like a circular motion, you know, um, when you move the handle, but oh, with really? like an actual with just like the webcam, you can make a track, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You can like be nice and smooth and it's like it's easier to do that. Yeah. Actually, you need like I a mean, slider or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, use, I mean. Being able to like design dolly tracks and stuff um, mm-hmm. for webcams is actually really easy, and if you can do it well, like with Lego, it, it can actually work really well. Um, mm-hmm. I think the problem I, I, again, I think it's because you've got like this is DCLRs. Yeah, I can imagine it being hard to do like dolly tracks and all that kind of stuff, just general movements. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do, you, do you do you do a do you rely at all on um, zooming in? so that you can get closer to the characters and that kind of stuff. Do you mean like cropping it afterwards or like using the optical zoom on the camera? Well, yeah, optical zoom, yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I like like the look of like optical zooms in, I don't know, in Rick films. I remember I always used to watch that guy Go Lego stuff. I forget what his real name is, but yeah. The, uh, I think he's German. Stefan, Uh, uh, Stefan Troger, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and his stuff is always really cool because he like has he, he uses a, he would do a lot of like optical zooms and stuff and like kind of like dolly zooms where he's pulling the camera back and zooming in at the same time. And like I, I always used to want to do that. And I yeah, I've, I've done that a lot in the recent stuff. Optical zooms. That's one of the cool things about using a DSLR is because you can do that kind of stuff, but you could never do that in uh, webcams or whatever. But um yeah, and I also crop it a lot because I always want to try to get like closer if I can. But yeah. Yeah. So, Rafael, um, have you got a, a few questions you'd like to ask? Yes. Um, my first question was to ask you guys like, what's your process and like your step-by-step process just to like approach a film. Um, step-by-step process. Uh, well, most of our videos are for contests, and uh, I don't know. We basically just like, yeah, pretty much all our videos have been for contests. If it's not for a contest, a lot of time we'll just like think about ideas for really long and then like not make the video. <laughs> and we'll get like a we'll get like a pretty good like story outline, but then we'll be like, uh, oh, writing this script is hard and the script isn't that good or we should we should rewrite this, but I don't know. Um and then I don't know, for contests though, it's usually like well, like a lot of the contests that we enter are really short contests like Brawl or Thack. So we're like okay, we got to like think about this idea and we'll like, sometimes we'll like write down little notes in like a notebook and we'll just like think about it, write down all our ideas and then we'll be like, hmm, well, this idea is like pretty good. And then we'll write a script real fast and we kind of just like, I don't know, most of our videos are kind of like comedies. So we usually are just kind of like, and then what if they said this? And then it's like, oh, that's funny. And then uh, we just yeah. kind of keep going through it and um, yeah, go straight ahead through the script and we just, we never really make any changes. We never really do any rewrites on our, I mean, they're for, they're for really short contests, but yeah, there's not really time for that. And then we just, uh, 
Well, go I ahead. Think we do do some rewrites sometimes. Oh yeah, like the horses, the horses tail that movie. I think changed a lot from what it originally was. We we're like, yeah. we need to make it shorter, so we like changed a lot. But then it ended up still being pretty long. But yeah. yeah, he was originally going to be like trying to like win the race for like a girl or something. Yeah, he was gonna <laughs> like, I don't know. It was it was it was kind of the same like punchline. I think at the end, I think like there was like some other guy who was trying to like like be this girl's like boyfriend or whatever. Yeah, um, <laughs> and then like I don't know. It was like. At the end, he's like, but see, I won this race for you. And then she's like, I don't care. And then she just goes off with the other guy. But yeah, um, that was kind of the original idea. But yeah, we cut out a lot of stuff. I think we, even when we wrote the whole script, like there was, there was a lot more like stuff that we realized, oh, well, we can just cut this out. And I think that's actually good because like a lot of uh, contests, since they're so short, like they kind of really encourage you to, like since the deadlines are so short with Brawl and Thack, they really encourage you to like cut out all the, all the fat and make your, script's pretty lean and to the point yeah. and stuff. Um, and yeah. And then once we start, once we're done, like writing a script, basically we'll just build all the characters. We'll animate the, we'll uh, record all the voices usually. Yeah. Well, we try to, we usually try to like record the, or build the characters so we know what they look like. Right. And then we record the voices. Yeah. I don't know what well, we probably interchange those depending on the video, but yeah. Um, we just kind of record all the videos. We don't really like, recording voices that much but yeah we i don't know sometimes that part can take a while because we're like we know how we want to say it but we're like trying to do it right and then after that we go and we um well uh, real quick i think i think like gary does all the animation so because I, like i used to animate but i don't anymore but uh so so while gary's animating it like i don't really have anything to do so so if we're like for like a week-long contest a lot of times i'll just like look for sound effects or build build sets we'll need later for other scenes or stuff like that yeah so yeah cool. yeah so when it, yeah if we're if it's like a week-long contest basically we try to get animating as fast as possible like you know once we build the set for like the first thing we'll we'll be building it together and then i'll start animating and then greg will like be like building the next set and then like if i'm like oh i don't like that set then i'll like you know make a little <laughs> make some adjustments or something or we'll you know we'll work it out and then um and then I'll start animating the next scene and we'll just, I don't know, we'll just try to keep it moving as fast as possible. And Greg will be looking for sounds and I don't know, sometimes Greg will have to, you know, go to work and stuff like that. Cause yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then we are done and then like, we'll all, we'll start animating and or we'll start editing after we've finished like animating everything. And sometimes like we'll be editing it a little bit like while we're animating. Cause I mean, we, with stop motion, it's not like there's a ton of stuff that you cut out. You kind of plan on using everything. So like, we kind of will like be like throwing shots into the timeline as we're animating them so that we can know like, Oh, well that works well. So we don't need to, we don't need to animate anything in between that or anything just to make sure we don't have any spots that feel awkward while we're animating it or whatever. Um, and then we'll basically just, I don't know, we'll, we'll make sure the, like it flows pretty well. We'll cut out anything that's like too, too long or that's what we try to do. Sometimes we'll leave in stuff that's too long, but, um, and then, we do the sound and yeah, Greg will have like looked for sounds the whole time. Cause like, we'll just be like, hmm, what sounds do we need? We need this sound, this sound. And then, yeah, I don't know. Greg will usually do like a lot of the sound, trying to find sounds. And then we'll just try to like add them all in and we'll, I don't know. I'll do like the title design a lot of times mm -hmm. while Greg is like working on doing the actual sound design of the video. Um, or just like, I don't know, making random adjustments. And then. Cool though. Like teamwork. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. It helps yeah. Slow process. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, I had another question about like their set building. On, um, I noticed in a lot of your behind the scenes pictures and things that you like build the set in like different pieces, and then like you can take it apart for like camera angles and things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we started that for the front. Uh, basically, that was just the point of that was just to because uh, we had trenches of that video. So we kind of wanted a like a set that could get lower because instead of just filming, you know, like kind of directly or a couple, you know, a couple bricks up off like a base plate. So and I think we just wanted to be able to shoot it from different angles. So we wanted to be able to take it apart and like move it around. So we just built everything in like eight by eight. Uh, blocks and I think we've yeah is was there another reason for that or um well yeah I mean I think building in an eight by eight blocks is just so that like if I ever needed to just like stick the camera like somewhere then I could just always just pull out the blocks that were getting in my yeah. way and like then I could always get well when I wasn't when it wasn't a shot from inside the trench then I could get like um really high, low really angle. low angles because I think like a lot of videos they have like this thing where like the camera is always pointing slightly down. And it, or it's like the camera is a little bit too high and there's like a lot of headroom. So I always try to avoid that. I always want it to look like, you know, a standard like movie shot kind of. I always want it to look kind of like a real movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think low angles can help to do that because they're with a real camera, you know, you can you can put it on the floor and it doesn't really matter. But um, yeah, because like yeah. it's hard with little figures that are like super, super short. Right. right. So you kind of have to always be able to take apart the set. And that's what, I don't know. That's what, like, it's easy to do that if you have just like a set that's like a little room. But like for that video, since it was this big thing, we were like, okay, well, let's just take everything apart. And it was kind of a pain, but yeah, it worked. It's something I've got to really learn to do myself because I was, uh, I've just finished filming the scene that was set in an apartment. And it's quite a long scene. There's a lot uh-huh. of, you know, different angles and stuff and having to pull apart the different walls uh every single time i want to show a different angle is so uh it's, it's so like uh, annoying you know i've got to right. really learn to do that kind of stuff so it, you can easily put them apart when you need when you need to and that kind of stuff yeah definitely yeah yeah it's cool yeah usually when we would build well like before we started doing the eight by eight thing when we were building sets we would build like each wall kind of separate so you could yeah. just put up the ones you need and then just right. link them together on the corners or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it's also good because, like, I remember that video Christmas cookies we made. Like, we didn't have the set, like, that easy to, like, take off of the base plate. And I remember, like, there was – we were like, oh, no, now we got to rotate the set around. And it was, like, this big pain because, like, the whole thing was just, like, attached to the base plate. Like, there was – like, right now we have, like – these kind of like soft connections because there's a bunch of like tiles or whatever. So basically we have those, you know, we have those eight by eight blocks in like the behind the scenes videos. And a lot yeah. of times those are supported by Duplos. And if you put a Duplo onto a regular like base plate, Lego base plate, and like it's not really that like tight of a connection as it is with regular Legos. I see. Well, I should probably also explain like there's, I don't know. It's pretty hard to explain. If you see pictures of it, though, it's like there's like raised little parts. So there's only a few studs that are connecting the actual like blocks of the set to the base plate. Like I it's not the, like, yeah. yeah. As well as the clutch power isn't really there, is it? Like right. Just more, yeah. Regular Lego yeah. is not exactly. that. Yeah. Basically, yeah. We're trying to reduce like the clutch power. So we w- there's only a few raised studs that it's actually connecting to, and instead of like actually eight by eight studs that it's connecting to, and then um 
that way we can if we need to take the part and like if we need to take the set apart and rotate it it's a lot easier because we don't have to like rip it all off and it's not like there's a thousand studs connected and i don't know it's kind of hard to explain but yeah if you see if you see pictures of it you can probably it'd make more sense but yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah um so was last year you were you started working on this project um three many brick films five me i think that's what it was called yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you plan to uh, bring it back um i mean i i would like to but i don't know it it took a long time to make it and like i don't know it'd be cool to make it but i really don't know like i i don't know i have like a lot of i mean i could i could probably make time for it but it's it, it took a long time and i don't know I don't really want to say anything about it. <laughs> I would, I would like to. Sometimes I'm like, I should make a video about that. But he doesn't uh, want to give me false hope, right? Yeah, so, I don't yeah. want to. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I thought, I thought it was cool though. I thought, I think it's, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool to make videos talking about other Lego videos. And yeah, stuff. I think if I did it now, I'd maybe want to try to make it a little bit more like this podcast. Kind of just, I would want to talk about old videos also, like maybe two new videos and an old video. Because yeah. I do think yeah. like there's. Like I talked to you, Raphael. I remember at Bricks by the mm -hmm. Bay last year, and I was like, "Have you seen that video? You know that video, Grace?" And you yeah, yeah. and you hadn't seen it, and I was like, "He hasn't seen Grace." <laughs> so I was like, "I need to like I need to make a show where I like talk about these classics." I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of like I think your project actually was a big inspiration for this. Really talking, okay. you know, talking about showcasing the classic brick films that no one talks about you know and yeah uh that's why i you know definitely big inspiration that was yeah yeah thanks yeah yeah thanks okay so uh okay one last question actually before we get into the uh showcase um so from a, from a technical standpoint what do you think is the most cru uh, crucial thing to get right so you got like your um you know the, the sound and the, the sort of visuals that kind of stuff what, what do you think is the most important thing to get right mm. Okay. I, feel, I feel like sound is important. Like, yeah, honestly, like even if your video looks really nice, if it's just like completely silent or the sound quality is really bad, I feel like that can really hurt it. And I, I think even if the visuals aren't super great, like if it's the sound is pretty good, you can kind of imagine it. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like um, a lot of people would actually agree with you on that. I, I think a sound is probably is the most important part because um i think there's nothing more distracting to me um watching a brick film than having poor sound editing whether not having enough sound effects or having the wrong sound effects inappropriate sound effects for the kind of thing right. like, um, one of the things i always find kind of annoying <laughs> is that overuse of the uh walk sound effects mm -hmm. the old mm -hmm. like like from back in the brickfilms.com days <laughs> yeah and yeah <laughs> i find that actually really distracting yeah or i feel like a lot of vi uh videos just feel really like empty because there's not a lot of sounds or something yeah. like that but yeah yeah and it's weird because like we went to this animation film festival one time like and there was like this like crazy like video with all this insane like cgi visuals and i was like dang this is so cool looking but like the the sound was so like off like it felt so like they had made it all wrong or something and I was like, what's wrong with this video? Like, I mean, it, some of it might've been like the presentation, but like, I was like the, the video, uh, it was yeah. such a weird contrast. And a lot of the videos at the festival were like this, where it's like the visuals look so good. And then the audio is like, whoa, what is, what is this? Like, I don't know. 
I think because like people are probably because like they're like students and you know they're focused on the the CGI animation because that's like what you put in your reel, mm-hmm. and then like the sound stuff they're not really that as into that. And then yeah, I don't know. I think it's like as well one of the things that's really important is like having ambient like soundtracks mm-hmm. um, because um, it's one of those kind of things that um, when there you don't really notice too much, but when taken away you really notice it's just no sound yeah right. definitely like just yeah. like wind or something like that you need that effect you need that effect to make a film feel complete don't you you know yeah, it's really definitely. a very important element yeah yeah i think i think like without it or or with it it just it makes you like imagine there's more going on because you know legos are just like little plastic stuff but like you could kind of imagine there's actually like a world right you know, beyond what you're seeing Mm-hmm. or yeah stuff like that yeah there's one of one of the things that i always think of when i think about sound effects is like when we made that video jurassic floor there's one scene where there's just like a little some greg i think got just like a water dropping sound yeah. effect and i always am like whenever i hear that i'm always like oh that man if that if that sound wasn't in this scene the scene would be so much not it would be so much less interesting i don't know but yeah, yeah. i think um we've, we've managed to kind of talk quite you know a lot of interesting sort of subjects i think we'll head down to the uh, brick film showcase okay all right so um my pick is um 12 bucks by rob uh Richard, i think that's how you pronounce his name uh so it's a 1998 film um and it's about a man who is out of work and he comes across an ad for um, a job which he believes is uh selling um is a, ser- a serial company um but um secretly there is like more than than meets the eye but uh, he, he can, he's completely unaware of surroundings. He, he gets in, in the way of um, these like, uh, secret meetings and he still co- is completely like, oblivious to the world around him. I think it's uh, definitely just, uh, like a, a concept I find really interesting. Someone who is you know, just so uh, like, well, yeah, just oblivious <laughs> and is just so like, um, willing to believe everything he's told. Uh, I, don't, I think it's a really interesting um co- uh, concept and um it was uh, a very inspirational film um especially for like the early years of the brickfilms.com community there's a lot of people um that um you know could probably consider this a favorite of theirs it's it's probably um my favorite uh, brick film from uh the pre-2000s um yeah and i imagine i imagine you guys have uh, heard of it before yeah. yeah yeah we watched it back back in the day it was it was pretty funny I, I like it a lot the the like the video quality is really like compressed but the music is good and it sounds pretty good but yeah the i don't know if it's just the like the copy that's on the internet but it's yeah it's very low res but it's yeah. almost like it's from like a tape like there's like distortion of like a like a videotape but yeah on the sides of it yeah actually yeah. i think it's one of those examples of a film that it manages to like look better, be it better simply because of the sound. Like, yeah, yeah. If, if, if the audio quality was the same as um, the, uh, the visual quality, it wouldn't, <laughs> yeah. it wouldn't age too well, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. This video has like pretty, pretty insane. I feel like cinematography for 1998 Lego videos. I mean, I don't know. There was cool stuff back then, but like 1998 seems like so long ago. And, like, well, I feel like ago. yeah, well, yeah, oh it is really long wow. ago. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I don't know. It's, I mean, watching it again for this, I was just like, wow, this video is really good. And like, I, 
I remembered liking it a lot, but like, I think like the mood that like the music creates and like, I just think like the, the juxtaposition of like what he's saying versus like what you're seeing is like really funny, but it's like a very, I don't know. I feel like anybody could watch this. Like even if they hadn't seen other Lego videos, probably like they would enjoy it. And yeah, like, and it's not, it's not like super, you know, comedy. It's like, it's kind of dark, but I think it yeah. kind of works for anybody who's, anybody for yeah anybody i don't know <laughs> yeah so um Rafael, um what, what do you think of this then i liked it actually like the um one of my favorite things is like the camera pans mm-hmm. um and like just the camera movement like wasn't like the beginning scene when like he's in his like room or something like mm-hmm. watching the tv i like yeah. that like rotating shot kind of mm-hmm. and then yeah. later on um there's a scene where he's in their like main headquarters and it goes like pans from like one room to the next. And I think it's kind of creative for like a film like being made back then. Cause all I know is if I was making some back then it would suck. So um, <laughs> like, I think it's just very creative with just his like pacing and just like showing the sets and all that's happening. Um, yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. So um, what, what, um, what was your pick? Mine was Stranger Than Fishing by Zach. So, yeah. No, that film is one of my favorite book films to date. Um, I think, like, it's such a simple concept, but that's why I like it. Because it's able to, like, um, it's able to, like, make you laugh, kind of. And, like, something so simple and, like, such a good video. You know, something so simple can, like, um, become something just really, really good. And I really like the animation of him... um, trying to bring like the fish in or whatever um and he like brings what was it, what was it? like the shark right mm-hmm. yeah, the shark yeah, guy yeah. or something i really love like that animation i think the whole i think what really makes it so good is like it's comedy but also like his animation is just like so good that i haven't really seen many brick films that do that um yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much why i chose it just for the animation kind of I just think and the storytelling. It's, kind of it's one of those films that it really works because of like, you know, it's, it's such a simple, a simple story, but just done it using its like full ability, like, you know, using its full potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's because he took, he took so long to make that movie. And I think it really shows like how much work he put into it. Cause when you want to make something that good, what it comes down to is really like how much time and like your experience, you know, you put in that video. So, yeah. Yeah. I like the, I like the part where he's reeling in the shark. Also, mm-hmm. there's like a, there's one shot that's like of his legs on the deck as he's yeah. like walking and he's like sliding, his feet are like sliding along the deck. I, that shot has always like stood out to me as like really, I don't know, just like perfectly timed and I don't know, spaced animation or whatever. Yeah. Really good. I like all the references also. There's like there's like the Citizen of the Year reference with the parrot and you have like the portal gun and the Halo Danko. Master Chief helmet. Danko. Yeah, Danko. Danko. <laughs> Stormtrooper also, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um yeah, I think the, the sound design of this video is also pretty good. It's got like the um the fishing pole, which like you can't you know, you can't actually see like the string or anything, but you imagine the the you know, the string is there or whatever, just based on the sound and like the, the lake sound and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just uh, has a like a, a good, like cartoony kind of like classic kind of cartoon style with like the symphony score or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's it's well done. Yeah. 
Right, so Greg, uh, what was your pick? Uh, so my pick was, um, let me pull it up real quick, Pirate's Quest, which is a 2007 film by Scott Lopke or something like that. I don't know how you spell it. How do you say it? Uh, Uncle Cheese Butt Dog is what I know him, <laughs> him as. What did you call him? <laughs> he said, uh, <laughs> his name is Uncle Cheese Dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That is his username. <laughs> um, <Okay>. Yeah. So <laughs> this is a video that I think I saw when, when we first, you know, discovered Brick Films. And I thought it was really cool back then. It's very, uh, very nostalgic for me. But um, I don't know. I just, I like it. I think it's like just a good, like complete little story. It's about a, basically these two pirates are looking for um, treasure with this, like with like the Lego treasure map. And they're both trying to get it there before before the other one and in the end uh they have like a little duel um but i i really like it um i think it's got like a really like a well done montage or pretty well done montage in the middle where he's like running through the jungle and there's he keeps running into like this alligator and uh yeah it just kind of reminds me of well never mind but um <laughs> what were you gonna say? It has a, it has like I think okay, okay sound as well. It's got like some, it's it's pretty simple sound, but uh, <laughs> it's got like uh, I don't know, I like it. Yeah, I like. Uh, oh, it's got a good title sequence. That's what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, I like that too. The um, I, there's not like too many. There's the some things that I didn't like about it, but the, the one thing that I really liked was his um, like you didn't feel like any camera placement was like out of place at all. You feel like oh, yeah. every single shot meant something. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nicely framed, I think. Yeah. yeah, nicely framed, I guess you'd say. Whereas, I like, know. I've noticed a lot of brick films, they have a lot of shots nowadays that are like, okay, that was like not really useful. You know, you could just skip to the character who was in a different place. You know, I, oh yeah, I guess, oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Love, I like the pace. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like like the gaps in the music and the montage where it's like it'll kind of like stop for a second and then they'll like say something say like some mm-hmm. funny line i don't know i like i don't know i like the way the montage is done yeah yeah i think like i don't know i think this video might have been kind of influential for our videos because like when yeah a lot of our old stuff and i don't know a lot of our stuff is like people going to get stuff and like that's what this video is it's like you're trying to you're going on a, going on a quest to like go get some treasure or some something and that's like what most of our old videos are yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's very inspirational. Yeah, I think. I think um, the comedy works really well in this film. I like the uh, there's a line with the with the map, and it goes, oh, "How did you uh, how did you find the treasure? Oh, yeah. All Lego yeah. maps are the same." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the Matrix reference also with the little like bullet yeah. time. Yeah, you can stop waving your arms about now. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I like I like it because it just sorry because it just uh it just feels like a complete movie. It has like a beginning, a middle, and an end, and yeah, it's funny and stuff. So yeah, yeah. So uh, Gary, what was what did you pick? Uh, I picked Blambo Part Two, and it came out in two thousand five, and it's by Logan Dwight and Ian Hirschfeld. Um, so basically, this video is like a Rambo parody kind of thing, and. Uh, basically it's about Blambo is on a mission and there is no part one. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure it's just a joking. Yeah, title. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's like, it's just like he's on this mission to go save some supermodel or something like that. And 
uh, I think st- stops some guy in in Russia. It has like I don't know. It kind of no, not the, Russia. Where is it? Oh yeah, it's uh, in, Super Chindia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it has like it kind of sets up this like weird version of the world in the future at the beginning, and well, like, there's only two countries. Yeah. Well, there's three because there's oh, Russia right. and there's America. America. <laughs> and and I love it when they're like, oh yeah, and then there's Russia. Yeah. 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 And it, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think like at the time, this was probably kind of inspired by like Team America, but I never actually saw that. Yeah. So I think at the time I was like, I don't know if I really got like all the political jokes kind of at the time, but yeah. now it's pretty funny. And uh, I like, I don't know. I liked like, I like, I like the fight scenes and I like that voice acting a lot. Yeah. I like, I like the action and I like the humor a lot. I think like the voice acting is really just like funny and kind of over the top. He just, I don't know. It's like ridiculous, but, um, and what was I going to say? I, I like the act. I like the action a lot because the action is like, it's not super like well paced. I feel like, like it feels a little too slow. Mm-hmm. I think like if they were actually fighting, they'd probably not be fighting so slow, but like, I think it's good. Cause it, it like has good, I think it has good choreography. Like the people are always kind of like moving in the right spot. And it's like very interesting, especially the part where he's, flying through the air and fighting people and he's like rides a missile and there's a lot of cool stuff in those parts but yeah yeah i like it's a it is a really quite funny uh parody of you know these over-the-top action movies isn't it you know yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i was laughing the whole time watching that thing. <laughs> yeah. i was like yes yes <laughs> he like picks, I'm just picks like blow it up blow it up <laughs> yeah <laughs> or you he like picks up the guy's head and like throws it at the other guy and yeah. like knocks off his that head. That part <laughs> like did not make sense for me though. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, how the heck did that just happen? Like, <laughs> yeah. physics. Of- That's the part that kind of goes into like more like Lego physics than like yeah, physics. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like one thing I like about it is like the the Garage Band music or whatever. <laughs> I think I think that's what that's from. Like I think maybe older videos had that more often yeah the garage like the garage music that comes with garage band or whatever yeah but uh it was like the kevin mcclord of that time but yeah <laughs> but it was a little, i don't know there were less videos so it probably got less annoying yeah but yeah <laughs> i think i was looking at the brick films wiki and there was some interesting stuff about it they said that logan dwight actually got nominated for best actor at the, the brick filming achievement and motion picture arts awards and also got nominated for best sound design, which was cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, there's some fun facts, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sound design is becoming quite a theme of this episode, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got to get rid of that echo. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, speaking well, of sound I design, <laughs> I have no credibility. Just kidding. I'll be like, what do you guys? Know? You know, it, it could be a good thing. It's like the reverb when you're singing. You know. You turn it into a musical. <laughs> oh my gosh no that would be the best clickbait <laughs> ever though like podcast turns into a musical <laughs> a disney podcast musical <laughs> podcast flash dance or what's it called flash mob podcast flash mob <laughs> <laughs> i mean i wouldn't click on that video <laughs> oh yeah, i probably wouldn't either but so yeah did you guys have any thoughts on blambo other than i don't know what we've already said I think the big 
I think one thing that was like a negative um, is the effects, but I mean, it's 2005, right? So you kind of just like, okay, that's okay then. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like the effects are like, even though they're not that good at all, it's like, it's okay because it kind of like lends to like the comedy, you know? Yeah. It kind of like lends to the story, you know? I think it is intentional uh, partly because it's, you know, it is making fun of those kind of films that, you know, that are like that, you know, with the, yeah, sort of data special effects and that kind of thing. I think it is kind of part of the joke, really, isn't it? Of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they the can't... the green screen, like it's always <laughs> the same picture. Like right. it never changes <laughs> angles or anything. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that picture is. It kind of looks like like a Halo like concept art or something like that. Yeah, looks mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> Doesn't look like it quite matches the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I actually. I tried to do a uh, green screen. I was going to use it for my um, nativity video. And oh, yeah. I was like, I did it. And then I realized the background had to be blurred. And so I blurred it in my program, but it looks so bad compared to like the foreground because it doesn't have that gradual um, blur effect as like, yeah, you know, reality. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was just like, no, let's just do natural light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's just do natural stuff, you know? Yeah. Before we yeah, actually maybe. kind of wrap this up, do you want, is there any kind of anything you'd like to discuss like a sort of end kind of thought kind of thing um well if you had to watch one of these videos i would okay when you said you were gonna pick 12 bucks i was like oh he's trying to like outdo me or something (laughs) that's such a good choice and then i so yeah go watch 12 bucks if you can only watch one because that's probably the i mean that's what in my opinion that's the one that i would say is the best but yeah or watch all of them but yeah (laughs) i don't know 12 bucks is like crazy because just i don't know i feel like in, in terms of like feeling like a complete little film like and just everything feels like perfectly just just right i feel like in that video so yeah if you if you see that or yeah if you have the time go see that video i mean yeah. if you mm-hmm. can only watch one watch 12 bucks but watch them anyway <laughs> <laughs> watch them all anyway even if you don't have time you know you know what yeah. skip dinner with the family come on <laughs> I mean, it'll only take you like 20 minutes. They're not, yeah. they're not long. Probably less than that. Yeah. I wonder if there's a more high quality version of 12 bucks out there somewhere. Right. Yeah. Because it's Probably. like 320p or something. Well, that's the well, version that's on the Brick Films wiki. So I'm I'm guessing that's the highest quality version that's that Silly Penta knows is aware of, at least. Right. Well, but, I think the thing yeah. is, I mean, I think that uh, 12 bucks was originally. Um, like um, made available on the internet. I think was it like two thousand or something around that kind of time, or maybe nineteen ninety eight actually. Yeah, probably. So um, you know, obviously back then, uploading files it would be quite poor quality. I mean, even if you look right. at the early days of YouTube, um, like I think it was only like about two thousand nine when you were able to start uploading things in HD. So um, it is possible. Right. That, it is possible there could be a higher quality version out there if you can get in contact with the uh, creator. Yeah. Right, that's kind of what I was thinking, but yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, 12 bucks remastered. Cool. <laughs> yeah. 20, 20th year uh, anniversary. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be interesting. I think what would be actually really interesting is to see a um to see a couple different brick filmers, like three or four brick filmers, um, try to recreate an old brick film and see if uh, you yeah. come closest to it. Um mm. that would be really interesting to see. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I know uh, recently Nathan Wells posted something where he said that like one of the one of the scenes from his 30 years, like the story of a minifig, that video, he said mm-hmm. that was like inspired by 
or there's a shot in there that's inspired by, I guess, another older brick film. I forget what brick film it was. I think it was like something a space odyssey or, or something something to do with 2001 a space odyssey but yeah there's that was pretty cool at that mm-hmm. yeah I, I i hadn't thought of like brick filming homages before yeah. that much but yeah although actually i did see there was this one video that was like like spastic while i made some video for like the school of life that was about donald trump and then uh, uh this other guy made this video that was like based on some alexander hamilton video by that guy jack's films and then like there's a shot in there that's like identical to the Spastic Chihuahua video. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, and I was like, is that just like a reference? I don't know, but yeah, I forget who made the who made the Hamilton video, but yeah, who's Donald Trump? Uh, <laughs> you know, this he's guy. like a TV personality guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, in, in, oh. in, in the museum I work at, they sell um, rubber ducks, and one of them is a Donald Trump duck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Does it have like a, <laughs> sounds like the hat, the red hat, or <laughs> no? He's he's but he's uh, you know that 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 pose he does with his fingers. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, he he does that. <laughs> is it like a peace sign or what? I don't know what I don't know what it is. I don't know. It's hard to explain, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, um, I think that pretty much wraps up this episode. It's uh, been great having you guys here. Um, awesome. So. Uh, where can they find you guys? Uh, you can find me at uh, youtube.com slash twickerbrick. And also uh, on Twitter is like the main place that I kind of am active, I guess. GaryMoore234 is my Twitter handle. And then uh, what? Oh, yeah. Well, I have I have this other Twitter account where I just post cool frames from LEGO videos that, that aren't that aren't by me. And that's that's called at BrickLens on, yeah, on Twitter. It's really but, cool, yeah. guys. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's pretty much it for me. And then Greg, what do you Oh, I don't have anything. I'm just <laughs> some took a break. Yeah. yeah. No other social media really. Hey, that's okay. You're living real life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. How about you guys? Where can we find you guys? <laughs> me? Um Blacksmith Films, that's it. Just type that in YouTube and hopefully something comes up with my videos. So that's pretty much it. I mean, I have social media accounts, but there's links from my YouTube channel. And uh, as for as for me, I, I'm most most things. I'm AJW Studios. I'm active mostly on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, I'm also on Facebook, but yeah, um, also on YouTube, obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Our next episode will hopefully be again in another two weeks or so. So. All right. Thanks. Cool. Thank you for watching, guys. Thanks, yeah. Thanks for having uh, us. Yeah. Bye. 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 Keep brick filming, everyone. Yes. <laughs>